what we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome back to Meet Bridget. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you new to the show, I'm Kashia Rosenberg, COO of Bridget, a confidence and communication platform for teen girls. Bridget is an Irish name, meaning strong woman, and we believe there's a Bridget in each and every one of us. Today's episode is another Bridge Etymology. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings change throughout time and history. We're all about becoming better communicators, and that starts with having a firm grasp on the meaning and intention of the words we speak. Today, I want to break down the word community. Do I have any community fans out there? If I do, you probably recognize that random little clip. It's one of my favorites. Bridget is a big believer in cultivating and fostering community spirit. It's the reason we do what we do, it's one of our major cornerstones, and it's the reason so many of our girls and boss babes keep coming back to support us. As an idea, belonging to a social unit is so vital to human development, and it enriches our lives by providing safe places to interact with like-minded people. When you think of the word community, you probably think of a physical place where you're from, the neighborhood in which you live, your school, your place of work. Early use of the word community was actually meant solely to designate or define a group of people who lived in the same area, so the thought of community as a place actually isn't so far-fetched. As the definition suggests, there are many different types of communities, and there are many, many different opinions and ideas about what makes a community a community, whether it's a physical location or an intellectual bond. Regardless, communities are formed when the act of living or thinking or serving is done together. Oh, look! All the gang's together! Broadly, there are at least five major types of communities, and I'm going to paraphrase this from Merriam-Webster's dictionary. So you have interest communities, in which its members share the same interest or passion, action communities, in which groups of people are hoping to incite change, there are communities defined by profession or activity, there are communities of people who've experienced similar events or situations, and of course communities of people living in the same geographic area. Community can also be described as a social state or condition in which there's joint ownership or participation, common character or social activities, or it can be defined as society at large. Community itself stems from the Latin prefixes con, which means together, and the word munis, which has to do with performing services. Now, for those of you who listened to episode three, our bridge etymology on the word confidence, you might remember that the word con also means with, so with and together are similar Latin words. Community also stems from the word munis, which has to do with performing services. So you have the words with or together, plus the action of performing services, public duties, functions, etc. 
The Latin word communitatum was merely a noun of quality, which meant fellowship, a community of relations or feelings. And in medieval Latin, it came to be used more concretely to mean a society or a division of people. In English, around the 1400s, the meaning came to be a common possession or enjoyment, and a sense of society or association of persons having common interests or occupations grew from that definition. As the word which stemmed from the root word communis evolved, the definition really grew to include intangibles, such as a group of people sharing a quality or idea. In fact, the Oxford English Dictionary defines it as a body of people or things viewed collectively. If you think about this in modern day terms, you can think of things like the LGBTQ community or the Latino community, the Asian American community, the journalism community. So community is not just a thing that someone fits into, it can also be a path that somebody chooses for themselves based on shared circumstances or interests. From this definition, you can really start to put this together that communities can also be nested ideals, meaning communities can exist within others like a set of Russian nesting dolls. In a sense, community really is a term to connect. Ultimately, community, regardless of the type, is an important human quality and the definition itself speaks to a core principle of people. Community is about people. It doesn't rely on a place, a building, or even an organization. The only thing required for a community to be a community is people and shared experiences. All other factors are just context. Humans are communal animals, and being part of a community is an essential part of the human experience. To function aboard a starship, or in any human activity, you must learn to form relationships. Oh, it's so hard. In order for humans to survive, we require social context. We always have, and it's within our communities that we find a sense of belonging, trust, and safety. Much like pack animals, like wolves or lions who depend on all members of their pack to function. This has even become exceedingly evident over the past year and a half in which lockdowns and social distancing have kept us apart. Despite a politicized landscape, it's hard to argue against the pain of being separated from family and friends and routine for such a long period of time. It's also really evident in the ways in which we've learned to adapt to connecting with each other in order to perpetuate our need for a social circle and human connection. I can't tell you how many Zoom meetings I've been on over the last year and a half. I know uh, a lot of our girls and women who work in jobs that require consistent meetings here feel me on this one, but that's how we've been able to stay connected to one another. Another example of this principle can be found in the idea of blue zones, which is an idea and study of longevity conducted by Dan Buentner, who founded the Blue Zones. And he's also a National Geographic Fellow and multiple New York Times bestselling author who basically deduced that there were five major places in the world that had the highest population of centaurians, meaning people who live to 100 or older. And he dubbed these areas blue zones. It's within these zones that he found people live the longest and are the healthiest and most productive. And those areas are Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Icaria, Greece, and Loma Linda, California. His curiosity to extract the keys to longevity brought him to the simple conclusion that humans thrive when certain methods of living are met. 
each of these places followed four major philosophies, which, I mean, he created out of all of his findings of living and living well. And those are movement, outlook on life, eating wisely, and my personal favorite, connection. So how does connection relate? Well, connection encompasses a sense of belonging, prioritization of your loved ones, and finding the right tribe. Each component of these values of connection so fully encompasses the power of community and how the very notion of it literally extends our lives. So just by living within a community where one feels a sense of shared purpose, connection, and familiar ties, their health, both mental and physical, tend to thrive longer. I want to return for a moment to the original root meaning of community. Again, you have the prefix con, which is with or together, and the word munis, which has to do with performing services. Together, performing services. Now remember, Chewbacca, have a responsibility for me. Similar to its relative word common, which is something that's jointly owned, community is rooted in the idea of owning something together and having a shared duty. I love this because it takes the idea of community one step further. It looks not just to the modern meaning of a group sharing equality, but a sense of togetherness and a sense of duty and purpose shared by a member. And for me, that's really powerful. Not just being joined by circumstance, but by choice and by shared values. Community may be a word that has come to encompass a group of people sharing a neighborhood, but initially it actually boils down to something much simpler and much more powerful joint ownership. This combined with the idea that communities are nested brings me to something that I really love, which is that humans are a part of a global community. We all live on this planet. We all have a duty to ourselves and each other as members of such. Just like with smaller communities, say schools, churches, or neighborhoods, we're all responsible for the quality and state of the communities we belong to and the well-being of those communities as a whole. And when you think about being a part of a global community, it binds us to each other. It's a reminder that there are actually few things that separate us, including our differences, because regardless of what smaller communities we belong to, they're nested within a global one. It's really nice to remember in cases where the word community is used as a divisive term rather than one that unites populations and societies of people. Broadly, community is an idea. It's an intangible representation of a facet of your identity. And ideas like words are incredibly powerful. It's the company you keep, your beliefs, the things that are important to us, the qualities we cultivate that help shape which communities we choose to belong to. As the incredible and inimitable Coretta Scott King noted, the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members. I have a dream. Here at Bridget, we strive to move those words into action, creating and fostering a community where people are comfortable to talk intimately, to be vulnerable without judgment, to collectively examine our failures and subsequent successes, to befriend, to support, to work together, and to celebrate together. So we hope the next time you hear the word community or the next time you're using it, you think of us and that you think of us as a community that you belong to because this is something we really love doing and it's something we're so grateful you're a part of. And with that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. And that's our show. 
If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, follow, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world.